life, and it's ending one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we can buy shit we don't need. Ideas are brutal. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. John Malanka, welcome to the Biohacking Secret Show. Anthony, I will try this again. Good to see you, my friend. We're gonna pretend we're gonna pretend we're saying all of this for the first time. Yeah. yeah. Bring the same enthusiasm. No, don't don't even worry about saying exactly what you said before. John and I were obviously just recording on Riverside and it shit the bed or our internet shit the bed, something. So we moved over to Zoom and uh we're gonna bring the heat again for you guys. So we're gonna be talking about about cannabis and many of its medicinal use many of the medicinal uses of this sacred plant in overcoming health ailments and you've got some fascinating stories on how this has been applied in your life and and how you've done so for many other people now through docu-series and, and books that you've written and other stuff like that but for our listeners who aren't familiar maybe you could give us a little bit of your origin story how you got here yeah um you know cannabis it's it, as i was telling anthony prior you know cannabis hasn't been my life 56 right now and so it hasn't been my life throughout uh, my whole life but it's funny when i run into old friends from high school and college they said what are you doing and i said i have a company called united patients group and they said oh nothing's changed i said no i've had a whole life in between that you know as we get older people say how did you know what you want to do i mean i love working with the youth what you know one thing i always tell them is go travel go see other parts of the world go see how their how other societies live you know nationalities um, get out there and see the world. I think that's the best education possible. Um, you know, we're not just all here with blinders on here in America. And so, but get, get out. And, and the other part is go, go, go build out your Instagram reels. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I'm kind of messing around. Go, go somewhere and live through your phone, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's the worst when you go on a trip and you see this beautiful, if it's a beach or a mountain range and you see everybody just sitting there at their phone looking Why'd you even leave? Why'd you even leave? So, <laughs> but about health and wellness, and that's why you know I was happy to excited to be on this biohacking show with you, Anthony, because you know this is how I live live my life, and not even truly even knowing the term biohacking, which a lot of people don't. Um, you know, uh, you know, this was something I incorporated in my life, and so back in 2010, my father-in-law was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer, metastasized to his brain, and he was given two weeks to live. He hadn't been eaten for about three and a half weeks. Um, I was a stupid boyfriend then. And so I said, may I go to your oncology appointment? Yeah. So picked him up, carried him in there with his oxygen tank strapped him and basically asked the oncologist with my wife and my, my in-laws, how much time do we have? You know, I had just lost my father about a year prior. And so now it was difficult. And, and I know I earlier mentioned, uh, sorry to hear about your father and your uncle, Thank uh, you. recent passings. And so, um, you know, it's, it's fresh. It was really fresh then. It's still fresh now, you know, years later, but, um, you know, the doctor was kind of shocked that I asked, you know, how much time do you have? And she said, probably weeks and through tears, me, I said, there has to be something. And she said, I can give you more pain. He said, I'm not in any pain. He was a retired dentist, Stanford graduate, so an educated man. And, you know, so he was up to study, hearing about studies and, you know, Corinne and I, my wife, uh, who I'll get in, you get more into that throughout the show. Um, you go through something called panic education mode when anything happens. You know, you know what's this ailment? What you know? What what, what can we do? You know, what can we do? And so, one of the studies that we showed 
that we came across was uh, canned asparagus and cancer, not farmer's market, not whole foods, but canned asparagus, uh, strawberries. And so I asked him, are you into canned asparagus and strawberries? Yeah, why? Because you're going to start eating them. And that was, that was that's where we first started. You know, he wasn't eating. Uh, and then we came across a study that showed 40% of cancer patients pass a malnutrition prior to cancer taking over the body. California has been legal for medical cannabis since 1996, legal at the medical level. The United States, until 1937, used cannabis as, as medicine, pharmacopedia. It was mm-hmm. it was in there, and then laws changed, and this is where we are today. And so- um, let, You let them Rockefellers get a hold of the medical system. That's what totally, happens. Totally, man. I mean, it's- <laughs> don't even get me Throw in a Flexner report, and nope, goodbye cannabis. I think there yeah. was also some shit with the paper industry as well, and, and, well, and hemp, was threat, hemp was threatening that, yeah. Hearst, and it's funny. Um, I don't know if Hearst, you know, I, I you know, I've been in this industry about God. What was it, William Randolph Hearst? William Randolph Hearst, and you know, he had his hands in there. Like, wait a minute, you know, you're screwing up my my money and my my empire here. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, Hearst now, it's Hertzko Chronicle, has a whole section on medical cannabis. And I went, remember meeting with the head of, uh, yeah, he's retired now, but I remember going to this guy's corner office and when we first started back in 2010 and talking about advertising. And I said, isn't it funny how you guys have this complete 360 or, or 180 turn, I should say, on now you want to be the leading informational site for medical cannabis. And he said, yeah, it's funny how that, but. Um, it's just whatever makes some money, fuck everybody else. <laughs> totally, totally. And so that's, that's my mindset. That's another show on what's happening in this world today. You know? Right. <laughs> but so after hearing that he had two weeks, I looked at Corinne and I looked at my in-laws and said, I don't mean to offend you here. You know, what about cannabis for appetite stimulation, munchies? Mm. Not even knowing the medical benefits, munchies. That was the whole reason. And we knew he couldn't smoke it because of lung you asked prior was he a cigarette smoker you know he hadn't been a cigarette smoker for about 16 to 18 years so just mm-hmm. say the repression of cigarette smoking and other other uh uh i guess things we ingest or meaning asbestos he was a dentist as i mentioned retired dentist so right. something in his office or just living living life you know i mean nowadays you know it, you know, you don't know what's out there. Is it in our water? I mean, we have. I'm certain you do filtration oh, systems. And I, stuff. I assume. I assume it's fucking everything these days. Yeah. I'm like, I, I joke around. I say ABD always yeah. be detoxing. Like yeah. every every client I work with is always yeah. detoxing because you don't know. And what's funny is like I'd actually so you can see this tooth here. Uh, I got smashed in the face with a baseball going into my freshman year of high school. Yeah, and I, you know probably 15 years ago, even maybe a little bit longer, shelled out a, a ton of dough for this bridge, this porcelain bridge. I'm at my buddy's place in Michigan this weekend, eating some pita chips and I feel it's come loose. I'd, I'd probably dreamed 200 times about it coming loose, you yeah. know, when there's, you know, just being embarrassing with this big old gap tooth. So I had, I had this, this big old opie hole in my teeth and I, I called up my dentist back here on saturday and i was like hey do you got anything this week i wouldn't mind getting this put tooth put back in it's not a good look you know i got a bunch of videos i'm supposed to film so they were doing it today and the dentist said to me beforehand she's like the the cement and adhesive we're going to use not good for you so do not do not swallow do not try not to inhale especially while i'm in there working and uh, I'll let you know when we're done, but you're going to want to rinse and spit and all that, you know, so I'm trying to minimally breathe through my nose while she's working on me this morning. 
when you think about how many of these procedures a dentist would do over a lifetime, and he's probably old school, I would doubt he was wearing a mask every time. That's what I was just going to say. You know, so there's there's so many possibilities. It's almost dizzying. Yeah. Um, and I, I did the same thing with my dad and Parkinson's, you know, so I understand. And it, it's yeah, you just got to like always be detoxing and hope for the best. It, it, it's funny, man. If you could see this right now, I have a big old buck walking through my front of my house right now. And it's oh, good. I'm in the San Francisco Bay area and I have, uh, is it a gay buck? Is it a gay buck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he identifies as a buck, man. He identifies as a buck. <laughs> that was that's, good. That's hey, awesome. I haven't, though. I haven't been on one of these shows in a while. I'm always <laughs> politically correct. So I'm glad you're speaking my language here. So anyway, um, <laughs> uh, he's a happy buck. How about that? That's that's pretty <laughs> awesome, though. That uh, that you no, just got to got to witness that. Oh man, I was on a call one day and I was with these guys. I was on a call with these guys from uh, uh, Colorado and they were hunters. And I said, it's funny, you know, I'm not a hunter, but, you know, we had a place in Montana. And so I got to play cowboy and, you know, guns and everything else. Yeah, like Montana was awesome. And uh, as we're having this uh, call, this coyote comes out of nowhere and just picks up this this uh, squirrel right in front of me and just takes off. And I said, you guys won't believe. So I, I have wildlife that goes by. I'll have That's deer sweet. that goes by this way. Yeah. Coyote go by this way five minutes later. Turkey, uh, skunk, fox. I mean, wow. the, it works. And so it's right now, what are we right now? October. Uh, I was just having this conversation with my brother last night that I thought uh, uh, deer, uh, does and everything were born um what do you get female deer doe and then what are they yeah. the, the the deerling i guess if you want to call them um but there's a bunch of baby deer running around here so i just mm -hmm. i i didn't know if it was uh i thought they were more just a a, a spring thing but i guess oh yeah this time of year that i don't i don't know some yeah. some hunters probably cringing right now yeah totally I, i'm actually going for like the second time i went i went on uh elk hunting i got all dyslexic yeah. there for a yeah. second i went elk hunting a couple years ago with a compound bow but and had a blast but we didn't we didn't shoot anything i've never killed an animal and uh one of my clients uh and buddies jeff uh he's having me out and we're going to well he lives in oklahoma i think we're going to arkansas or somewhere yeah. i don't know it's in that area and he's like and you're you, going home and you and you fix your tooth prior to that trip oh i mean it's fixed now but no, i was joking with the two so yeah. in montana I, in montana they would laugh my wife would go there in our little town and she said, it's so great. I come here and I'm a 10. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. they, and they would laugh. They would laugh because oh, you're right. You have all your teeth. Is what yeah, talking. for sure. But, it, it was but, where I told you we got uh, land in North Carolina. I yeah. said to one of the guys who's like a mountain man there that was, you know, we became friends. We were doing some work. I was like, what are the odds of me like meeting the type of woman, you know, I'd want to like spend the rest of my life with here. And he's like, pretty He's like zero, oh, really? zero percent. He's like, yeah, no, you're not going to. You got to go to like Asheville or, you know, yeah. he's like, you yeah. got to, you got to import. You got to bring them yourself. There, our neighbors in Montana found, found a beautiful bride on farmers.com. So there, really? might, yeah, there might be something there for you. All right. I appreciate the lead. You know, and, and I've gone, I'm not a hunter, but all my neighbors out there and I've gone on, on uh, uh, excursions with them. No. And it's, pretty incredible and i remember when they uh shot this buck um i walked over and just put my hands out and just 
said her prayer. I was like, it was a beautiful animal. I was just like, wow. You know, but they use everything. You know, they yeah. it, it use the meat, the pelt, the, you know. You uh, have to. If you're going to do it, that's what you have to do. It, it's a way of life. And so. And you have to be good at shooting whatever you're using so that you don't torture the animal. To, don't torture the animal as well as, as well as uh, not spoil it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, getting the shot and having the animal run, run, run with fear, anxiety, and 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 stress. Dumping cortisol into the meat. Totally, and that's yeah. a whole other thing too. When I work with patients, the first thing I say to them is like, you know, my opinion: don't eat meat due to the fact that you don't really know unless you're out getting it yourself. You don't know about the the cortisol, the the stress. Mm-hmm fear that that animal is going through it's getting into the system and now you're ingesting and putting it yourself um yeah. but um you know it's, it's it's a beautiful experience if if someone can see that and and uh and experience it just mm-hmm. just life um mm-hmm. it's sad seeing an animal animal go down um you know but uh, to experience that and i hope you do get to experience it when you're out there in north carolina um which is a beautiful state by the way mm-hmm. uh uh, so I'm excited to hear more about you, your your new property too. But um, anyway, I love these type of calls, and I could be on with you all day. So yeah, no, it's great. I took us on a little uh, excursion, no. but you're, so your your father in law the so, lung cancer, right? Yeah. So sorry about that. And we can continue on. Oh, no, we'll uh, go on plenty talking about so bucks, bucks, the first one if you want to do that as well. Um, he um, so I t- shared about cannabis. For appetite stimulation, doctor said, you know, if you want to go eat a remote control, you have two weeks. I mean, go for it. I don't care what you guys, you have two weeks. And so I deemed Corinne the caregiver, and I called her Mary Poppins because she didn't drink, didn't smoke. And she's like, what do I do? And I said, it's easier for you with the same last name to be the caregiver as a daughter compared to me, who's just the boyfriend at that time. And we went into panic education mode. We knew that he could not ingest via smoking. Uh, we went to the dispensaries. Dispensaries nowadays are popping up everywhere. It's like a pharmacy uh, with legalized medical cannabis in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Back then, in 2010, there were no regulations. I mean, there are no regulations. And it, you know, you didn't know what you were getting. It was mislabeled. You know, there was no um, uh, ingredients. There was no, uh, I guess, hand-holding on you know, how much to take, what the dosing was, it would say mm-hmm. cannabis. And it was enough to feed a whole NFL football team and you can get the, get them all high. But, you know, but nowadays you do have, you know, uh, instructions, you know, take, you know, half of this, take half of that, five milligram, 10 milligram, whichever is on there. And, and so there's more guidance than there was then. It was back then it was the blind leading the blind. Uh, some cases like that today, but it's also, we had, it was trial and error and thank goodness there was no error. And within 24 hours, I ended up giving him a coconut oil capsule. Actually, I gave him a chocolate, knocked him on his ass. And I was thinking, man, what did I do? And <laughs> so I went back there and I found a coconut oil capsule and we, Corinne and I, and we knew that we could freeze it and cut it into slivers. And that's what we did. And it was a 10 milligram capsule. Uh, we cut it into slivers, gave it to him. And within 24 hours, he started eating. We're like, man, it's mm. working. It'll pass peacefully. Day two, day three, every morning we'd call, did he make it through the night? And uh, remember, he's on 24-7 oxygen. And um, day eight, we go over there, and he's kind of out of bed, shuffling around without his oxygen on. And we said, man, don't get too cocky. And he says, well, something's working. And we said, great, he'll still pass, not by starvation and malnutrition. Mm -hmm. 
And at six months, hospice fire hit, fired him as a patient because now he's walking, driving, traveling, not only here in the U.S., outside of the U.S. And so we had been, my background has been branding, marketing, advertising for years. And I started doing all this study and I said, God, there's, it has to be a million other families out there like us where cannabis is not our lifestyle. And we started reading the studies and we were blown away on how many studies there were. And as I mentioned, um, I don't know if it was on this call or the one before we got cut off, Cannabis has been legal in the state of California as medically legal since 1996. Uh, now it's recreational legally, 21 and over. Uh, but it had been in the United States um, uh, in the pharmacopedia, pharmacopedia um, uh, legal medicine until 1937, until the laws changed. And actually, we did talk about Hearst and and, and the hemp laws. Mm-hmm. And um, so by that point, we had done all the studies showing this miraculous plant on what it can do not only to get you high relaxation sleep anxiety depression but cancer thc has been proven to kill cancer cells while cbd stops the spread thc is one out of i'm going to say you know i'll say some people say 113 some people say 160 cannabinoids i'll meet in the middle 140 a cannabinoid is thc a cannabinoid is cbd uh cbn cbg and they all play a role in bringing the body back to balance at that time we were just playing with thc and cbd Mm -hmm. and um we came across study of high thc in the form of oil very similar to molasses called fecal oil full extract cannabis oil um, some people call it FICO oil, F-E-C-O, and others. The media is really confused and I think screwed a lot of people up by calling it Rick Simpson oil. Rick Simpson oil. That's what I was going to ask about. Yeah. And so Rick Simpson was a Canadian who treated himself for skin cancer, not prostate, not pancreatic, not breast, not rectal, not brain, not lung, but but um, uh, skin cancer. Mm-hmm. His protocol was made, uh, the extraction method was made out of NAPTA, which is paint thinner. Um, I'm not a big fan of paint thinner. <laughs> While Gee, I'm why not? Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, um, and his protocol was taking a gram a day. And a gram a day is like you and I taking, having a beer tonight and two jugs of whiskey tomorrow. And it's knocking you on your ass. And if you, if you and I have every time I've tried Rick Simpson oil, I've been on my ass. I, it's not enjoyable for me. More is not better. And it's not like alcohol where you drink it and you go, oh, no, feel good. And let's go puke it out and wipe mm-hmm. your mouth. Won't be doing that again. Where cannabis, it will stay in your system. And it's an uncomfortable ride if you have too much. Um, if that ever follow, if you ever fall into that position again where you have too much cannabis in your system, THC in your system, mm-hmm. as silly as it is, sounds to, to take something else. You can take pure CBD, um, I'd say even ingesting in a vaporization pen, and mm-hmm. it's almost like an anti-snake venom where if you ingest it, it will literally uh, lessen the the effects of THC, and so it'll help you ride it back. There's other things you can- That's chew, that's very interesting. Chew on peppercorns, um, uh, take a warm bath. Some people even say take chew on uh, some sugar cubes. And so would, don't- I'm surprised a warm bath wouldn't make it worse just by increasing you know, I think circulation. It just, yeah, totally. You know, and so, um, you know, and biohacking, you know, right. Well, you know, see what see what works for you. Um, you know, with alcohol, you can eat bread or some other things and kind of soak up the alcohol, and it'll help. Mm-hmm. But with too much THC, CBD, pure CBD, usually in a vaporization pen where you can get instant um, 
onset does help out. And so at, by that point, at the six-month mark, we started incorporating this fecal oil, four parts THC, one part CBD. And it comes in a generally in a syringe. It usually comes in a 10-gram syringe, non-injectable. That's just for measurements. Mm -hmm. uh, why they use rice grains in this industry, uh, I still don't know. But that's generally what the uh, use one rice grain in a gram of oil, Rick Simpson's protocol, it's about 16 plus or minus 15, 16, 17 rice grains. Mm -hmm. My father-in-law was never on, never on more than half a grain of rice. So just to show you, if you took a grain of rice, which he, you know, squeezed out, had a little, and he is, you know, did his own little eyeballing, it knocked him on his ass, you know, and, and he would, we would do that at night. So he'd sleep through any of the psychoactive effect. The goal is not to be high if you are treating something as high as severe as cancer. The goal is to get in your system and be alert. Uh, if you have too much cannabis in your system, you're kind of just stoned and sitting on the couch. Imagine if right. you're someone who's not healthy like uh, like we are, who is depending on getting food in your system. The last thing you want is your loved one or your patient to be so stoned that he or she's not eating. And he's going into that wasting stage of not eating, not eating, not eating, and really just just passing away. And so the goal is less is more. See how um, your body reacts. One, um, two helps save money. If you know more is not always better. And so I always say, if you're treat, if you're a caregiver for someone else, and I get this all the time, how much do I give them? You know, mm -hmm. and uh, depend. It's it's not a one size fits all. Uh, if you're able to meet with a medical professional who truly knows about medical cannabis, not to plug us, but we do have consultations on our site with medical professionals that uh, you, the patient, your family, and your doctor are more than welcome to sit down there. And I think what's, the, what's that site for the people that are uh, interested? Unitedpatientsgroup.com, unitedpatientsgroup.com. And patients okay. is, is with an S. And, um, uh, I always talk about the ripple effect, you know, pebble in the pond ripple effect. And, you know, if one person can learn something from this show or any other show that you're doing, and that's the way I look at life, if I can get something of going to a conference or going to a meeting or going to a, a seminar and I can get something, one little tidbit, um, it's a successful, successful meeting. And so the same thing when I do do our podcasts, I do do our shows you know, and, and I'm able to share one tidbit of information that someone can pass on to their loved one or even to their doctor saying, hey, may I try this, you know, as another modality, they're showing high success treating this with cannabis. Cannabis to me is, is and a lot of people in the industry will probably get upset with me saying this, I, I believe it's, it's a Band-Aid um, for a lot of things. And so I would never give anybody false hope saying, try this and you'll be healed. Uh, you, I mean, you can't even you know, cure the common cold these days, you know, you know, and so I, I never, I, I don't want to say cure, um, but I'm a fan of incorporating cannabis and other modalities and doing it a, you know, one, two, three, five punch uh, mm -hmm. when treating something as severe as cancer. So right. back to my father-in-law with his oil. Um, so it's six month mark when he, he uh, was basically fired from hospice we started incorporating this heavier dose of, of cannabis oil. Um, I don't have a pen in front of me, but the tip of a pen is probably about a half of a rice grain of rice. And we mm -hmm. do that at night. Um, we do the cannabis oil, the coconut oil capsule in the daytime. Um, and then the cannabis oil, the heavier dose at night, still a half a grain of rice. And at nine months, he was never going to get scanned. And 
phone rang around 10 o'clock at night and my mother-in-law said, oh God, here's that dreaded call. And she said, check your email. We jumped out of bed and it came back, no evidence of recurrent disease. And that was nine months later after being given a uh, two week, I want to say death, death sentence or expiration, I'll say is the way I looked at it. And so talk about tears. It's, it's only it's only a death sentence if you believe them, if you, you believe know what? the spell. You're right. And I work with patients all the time. I'm currently working with a family and they have 11 month old child who has brain tumor and it just breaks my heart. What the parents must be going through and what they're going through and mm -hmm. their doctor shared that with them of basically you're, you know, you're out of luck, you know, and I said, do not listen to that doctor. Do not listen to that doctor. And mm -hmm. it's, it doesn't, you know, I'm a fan of the medical professional, but I'm also a human and there's a right and a wrong way. Um, my wife, and I'll get to it right now. My wife, Corinne, who she just, we just had her six year anniversary of passing last week and she passed a pancreatic cancer. And that's the part of life I don't understand. As I emailed and texted you that one day when you shared about your father, it's like, you know, you do everything right in life. You know, why, why are these, that, why are these people taken, especially doing what we've done since 2010 to the present, helping, when I say thousands of patients, we did a docu-series called The Sacred Plant, which hit 190 countries, 850,000 people viewed our docu-series. She did the first season with me and she passed and I ended up doing, I think, four seasons and master classes. But why her, of someone who has done good, good, good and pancreatic, you know, we did, she started having stomach aches, um, back pain. That's what Patrick Swayze had, right? Patrick Swayze, um, uh, uh, what's it, uh, Joe Cartwright, what's his name? Um, uh, Michael, Michael Landon, mm, uh, right. you know, Crin. So we did everything and talk about the biohack. We did not do the, the, we did cannabis, of course. And that's the part where I say, you know, I don't want to give anybody false hope. I do a lot in the, and I'm also a president of the organization. I'm not a doctor and I've been nominated president of this organization called Best Answers for Cancer. Been around for 24 years. Annie Brandt, who ran, she passed of breast cancer, but successfully beat it for 19 years on non-FDA approved modalities from true doctors, true doctors. You're not just going to some back alley honking, opening up the trunk and throwing the whatever in the back. These are true doctors at beautiful clinics. Um, these are MDs. DOs, naturopaths as well, which I, I'm a big fan of naturopaths. We can get into that later. Um, so we had everything at our fingertips and uh, from stem cells to ozone to um, uh, cannabis to high vitamin C. And this is something I did with our life prior to becoming Crin becoming ill. But Crin passed four months later. She had three blood tests. They all came back negative. Our doctor's like, guys, you guys are our star patient pupils. Come on. There's nothing wrong with you. You guys live the life that you're supposed to live. And um, we finally uh, did an ultrasound. I said, come on, I know my wife, you know, and, and she knows her body. I, you know, I, something's not on. So we did an ultrasound. That's what showed it. And that's generally how pancreatic cancer appears. It shows up before it's too late. Um, Corinne, we had four beautiful months together. And uh, I hear a lot of pancreatic patients diagnosed on monday and they pass wednesday i mean that's generally how pancreatic comes in that that quick and so you know would i change anything of what we did i think the only thing i i would have changed is take every one of my organs take them 
you know, and her doctor, I said that her doctor, you know, wouldn't accept that, which I, I'm still pissed at, you know, but, uh, um, so sorry that, that yeah, happened but, but, in your last. Oh man, where was I going with this? Um, you know, we did, we were in the San Francisco Bay area. We went to Marin general UCSF and Stanford. And what really pissed me off since this is a call that sounds like you and I can talk openly. And Any, anything. Um, it really pissed me off is that each one of these institutions, which are you know, well thought after institutions, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they really didn't give a shit about the patient, in my opinion. What right. do you want to do? What do you want to do, Corinne? Well, we'll get you in tomorrow. Well, we're, we're, we're researching. What do you have to research, stupid? Well, <laughs> this is my wife. I'm going to research. Stanford, that doctor, and if you said, hey, John, we'll pay for your tuition at Stanford, your kids and your grandkids, I would say, keep it. You know, what she said to me, and we were very, we were, Corinne and I were very at peace at that time in our life. Mm -hmm. We we were with everything, but at that time, you know, we didn't listen to heavy metal music at that time. We didn't listen to, you know, watch violent movie. We were watching Animal Planet. Yeah. And just silent, just peaceful. And it was beautiful. I mean, it really was beautiful. But going there, <clears throat> she even said, she goes, you know, and I was very fortunate having a team at my office that I didn't have to work for four months. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't go in the office, you know, I just 100% was devoted for my wife. And we didn't have a plan B seeing that we knocked a grand slam out of the gate. So back to I'm, I'm all over the place. Sorry, my father in law, oh, after yeah. nine months, he passed a year and a half ago of old age. So from mm. so so this is where the story is going and why it blows my mind. And he, so he outlived his daughter, outlived his daughter, not wow. and he didn't, he did not pass from cancer. He got to walk his bride his daughter, my bride down the down the uh, aisle as well. That's great. It was beautiful, man. And we did a beautiful video for that too. But so hearing Corinne being diagnosed and helping patients all around the world, um, not only in the integrated functional medicine world, but also in the cannabis world, mm -hmm. and doing what we did and knowing what we knew, you know, we didn't go for plan B. We didn't have a plan B. Plan plan B was <laughs> shit. We got this thing knocked out of the park with plan A. And, uh, you know, and so we put a lot of faith in what we knew. We put a lot of faith in God. We put a lot of faith in in uh, uh, positive thinking, all the above. And so with Stanford, and I'll go on going back, and I'm not here to bash Stanford, but it really pissed me off because the doctor said, what do you need to research for? You know, what do you need to research? And I said, well, I need to research to see if this is best for my wife. And she said, why would you do that? And I said, let me ask you something. Would you do this for your wife or your or your your mom or your daughter? Of course I would. That's okay. So I stepped out of the room with her and I said, can I ask you um, some other questions? She said, yeah. And she said to me, she said, son, son, she said, John, you need to come to the realization exact words. Your wife's going to be dead in a year anyway. Anthony, I wanted to rip her. I'll say it fucking head off. I was so pissed off, but I had to look at her and just be totally peace. And I said, I can't burn a bridge. And I said, I got you. I walked back in, Corinne looks at me and everything. Okay. I said, yeah, babe, we got this. We got this. And I never told her what she said, but that, that pissed me off. So for it, you to it comes through any physicians oh. that are listening to this need to understand that. I, I know most of the people that <laughs> most of the doctors that listen to this podcast are already on this and, and kind of, aware but physicians need to realize that you are always casting spells 
you are always influencing the beliefs and of, of, of patients, you know, and these things that are often death sentences. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nice if you tell someone X amount of time and they live longer, but realistically they're, they're, they're casting negative spells and dark spells and, and they need to be doing the opposite and not just managing expectations, but putting truth and, uh, and being more conscious with their words, putting truth into their diagnoses. And, and not giving false hope. And that's something I pride myself on. Of course. On. Yeah. Not, don't bullshit. Don't bullshit yeah. either. And not giving false hope is a, is, a, is a huge thing. And as sad as it is, cancer does not discriminate. I don't care if you're Donald Trump with billions of dollars or living in the slums of India, cancer does not discriminate. You can, you know, you can have the best life uh, like my wife and I had. You know, health and wellness, you do, you know, love, respect, you know, roof over our head, um, access to medicine, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it, it, you know, and it doesn't, uh, cancer doesn't discriminate. And um, I hope one day that they can find the cure. Um, it's frustrating when you go through them. I, mean, I, 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 I think there's so many causes of cancer. That's almost man, like an impossible task. Totally. But the thing that, that kind of pisses me off is that in the 60s, they put, you know, man to the moon via held together with Ikea, which I'm a fan of Ikea. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> did you do a podcast on that or did I see something? I else? just mentioned it. I haven't done like a full, I haven't done a full breakdown, but there's some okay. suspect, there's some suspect aspects to that. Well, well send, send it my way when you do that because sure. allegedly they, they got a man to the moon via uh, held together with podcast nuts or Ikea nuts and bolts, yeah. but communicated not only audio, but visually to and from. And I'm thinking, you know, where we are today, we're not one step closer of finding that cure, but everything else, I mean, they spent so much money on allegedly this ailment, this this uh, this uh, virus called uh, COVID. That's another, I don't know what your thought process on that, but. Um, I think it's, I think it's a convid. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a financial event that, uh, that, uh, and, uh, and a, a move toward more control, just like a lot of the, Here. the shit that's been going on since 9-11. Yeah. Um, and uh, largely, I mean, if you've if you've read The Invisible Rainbow by Arthur Furstenberg, there's there's a correlation with all massive changes to our electromagnetic environment and illness and zero evidence that uh, there, the, 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 the quote unquote virus has never been isolated. And more so, it, it seems to me that I've never even seen a study that that proves of a, a quote unquote virus can cause illness. And that includes studies that have swapped bodily fluids, mucus, saliva, blood, taken it from a sick animal or a sick human, put it in a, a symptom-free uh, animal or human. It's never been done. It's it's complete and utter bullshit, in my so, opinion. In my opinion, <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I don't know what I'm talking about. These most of what I talk about on here are just jokes. You know, don't, don't, don't listen to me guys. I'm just fucking around. This is for your entertainment only. <laughs> for your, yeah. The fine print. So, um, you know, I've seen, you know, I think when you and I and your listeners are in this sector, we, it blows me away that the majority of the population doesn't, it doesn't even bother them to do some research. They're just, 
it's, it's kind of human nature. It's like you said, though, you yeah. once it affects you, then you're doing like, you know, you're scrambling. But very few people that list, maybe they're listening to this, hoping that we share with them the best of the research, with that, which I think we should do. Let's include that in this episode. You know, you and I talk about you've combed yeah. through a lot of this stuff. You've yeah. helped tons of people. And and you've mentioned some of the big things with which with IV vitamin C. I think I think fibendazole and certain antiparasitics are relevant to be mentioned there in some cases. Extreme whole body hyperthermia, um, of course, cannabis, which which we're talking about, and then helping to make people more aware of some of these other modalities. So let's let's have a segment on that after this. Yeah, you know? we can we can do that right now. So back to back to cannabis. Cannabis is not a one size fits all. Generally, you should look at age, weight, current health condition sensitivities, other mm-hmm. drug to drug interactions, what works for you may not work for me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm 205 pounds, six one, and I'm sensitive to, you know, I can have a glass of wine. I'm perfectly fine. If I have two glasses, you know, that's, that's enough. Have I had more? Yeah, I've had more, but the same thing with even cooking with what I, you know, I can, I'm sensitive to, to butters and salts and stuff like that as well. And so I know, I know my body. Mm-hmm. And so I know, you know, other friends and can take 50 milligrams where, two is enough for me, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, so it's not because it works for you. And so always go the, the word in a lot of things, go low and go slow mm-hmm. means is, 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 is important. Um, you know, you also being an athlete, you know, I'm not a marathon runner. Could I do it? Yeah. I can do 10, 10 miles today. No problem. 10 K, you know, I still ride my, my bike every day, you know, 30, 40 miles. And I'm, and I, and I hold, the success of my health, knock on wood, to biohacking, stretching, uh, inversion tables, mm-hmm. uh, ice, ice cold uh, uh, plunge baths, um, mm-hmm. supplements that I take, you know, tens units, heart monitor. I mean, I, you know, when I was introduced to you, you know, I, I did a little background. I'm like, oh, great, he's crazy like me, you know. But <laughs> there, there's there's a lot because a lot of people don't get it, and a lot of people come to me and go, hey, you know that thing you're sharing? Yeah. Can you tell me about it? And it's fun being, you know, and that's people come to me, even in my, in my personal life, what mechanic to go to, what restaurant to go to, what doctor to go to, what, 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 right. you know, haircut place to go to, you know, what, what do you put in your system? And so it pays off when you're able to walk the walk, talk, talk. It's difficult when I do go to pharmacy, not pharmaceutical, but pharmacy conventions and doctor conventions. And you see that they're serving Coca-Cola donuts and they're out there cigarettes smoking their cigarettes i'm thinking holy shit man you know you know be if you're gonna uh, you know in, in my opinion practice what you are going going to preach so mm-hmm. people can take take you seriously um you know about health and wellness i mean i was <laughs> i was with a, a buddy of mine yesterday on a podcast and he is a 35 year mechanical engineer and designed has designed um uh uh, stuff for the medical uh, 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 medical uh, um, machine, you, you know, uh, machine, what, what am I saying here? Medi- medical uh, products, if you want to say. He designed, mm-hmm. his kids were smoking pot, weed, cannabis, however you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And, he, and they were in high school and he's like, man, I'm okay that you're doing it, but I'd rather you. And he came up with this pipe. Um, that is a cooling device that has a filter that in this one and a quarter um, stem, it has a little maze where the, 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 the smoke will cool down as well as a filtration system. But if you extended that 
maze, it would be 14 inches. What's what's this called? Well, I'll say it's called Weejits. Weejits is a company, and I'm not. I didn't need to plug plug anybody. But it's well, no, my brother has something like this. Oh, good. That's that's not what it's called. But no, there, there's, he brought it out. The thing looks like a fucking Gandalf pipe. And, yeah, and how it's funny. So, he keeps it in the freezer. Yeah, yeah. And then, so we, how do you spell this? W-E-E-D-G-I-T-S? Yeah, G-E-T-S um, on their widgets. Uh, Michael Berenbaum is his name. Um, All right, that sounds cool. Code. Um, UPG is a code. I don't even okay. know what this a discount, but, it, but it's, 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 uh, um, you know, I, I don't have it in arms, arms length or I'd show you, but, um, uh, but, but just talking about biohacking different things in life, uh, mm-hmm. medical, medical devices, what I was talking about. So he yeah. designed medical devices for heart and all the other stuff. And so I think it's funny that doctors who are cardiologists still go out and smoke. Um, and, a gentleman who's making product for the medical device designed this pipe as a safer way to smoke for the people who want to smoke. And so um, is this what lot- you smoke out of? You know, I use tinctures, I use gummies and, mm. uh, you know, uh, I do, I do use that, um, you know, and they, even if you're into joints, uh, I'm not into the vaporization due to the oil because there's too many different products out there. And did they, the, were the extraction oils safe to smoke? Um, Are there so metals in there? You know, metals, toxins. I mean, mm-hmm. if if you're, um, I, I love this that it's not just cannabis that we're talking about because you know when you you live the life that I live and I do all this stuff, so it's not just yeah cannabis for health and wellness, bringing the body mm-hmm. back. But yeah, you you mentioned metals. You know, there are just because it has a beautiful label on it doesn't mean that it's it's safe. You know, mm-hmm. make sure it's tested. Make sure it's tested for mold, pesticides, fecal matter, um, mm-hmm. all the toxins in there. Um, if a product has a USDA, and I work with a lot of companies that not a lot that have the USDA, but there are a couple companies I work with that have the USDA certified organic symbol, which mm-hmm. is not something that USDA is just handing out like they're, you know, uh, Tic Tacs. Um, mm-hmm. It's something you really have to, it's, just, it's a very strict um accreditation that you you they have to go through to obtain this uh uh usda certified credential and mm-hmm. so i i do look for that and i do share that with patients not only here in in california but uh throughout um, our nation i'm gonna want to talk about that too because that's a big concern of mine is how do you find the really good stuff the clean stuff especially when when cancer is involved you know and there's um part of the frustration that I've experienced with, you know, we, we had a prescription for my dad. And so we would go get his stuff and we'd find a strain or a product that he really liked. And then it wouldn't be in the next time. And then you're playing Russian roulette with a bunch of stuff and most of it sucks or you don't feel good on it. You know, I'm the same way as, as you are. Like I've been, I've been enjoying these, these lost farm cannabis infused gummies, Durban poison. I take half. So I take like five milligrams pretty good if i took yeah. 10 i'd be off the wall yeah. you know but but five milligram it's nice but you don't even know if you're gonna be able to find the same stuff and it would be so great i don't know if this even exists but i'd like your thoughts on it like where can we get this online where you know it's clean you know it's rated it, it, it's it's consistently available these things matter a lot especially with with cancer it's so frustrating so frustrating so you're you're strain in that gummy is called Durban poison, Durban mm-hmm. poison, Maui, Wowie, 
I mean, the names. Um, I like Jack Herrera a good Jack amount. Herrera, Jack had... a, yeah, he's a famous. Sorry, I didn't cut you off there. He was a famous grower. Oh, um, nice. So he he his strain is great. Um, um, I like so Gorilla you, Glue. Gorilla Glue. Oh, oh, sorry, we did an article on on the names that were out there, and it's in the medical side of this of this industry is not where you're running around with uh, duffel bags of cash, like the recreational side. Yeah. I wish I shit, man. I wish Tul- I Tulsa, Tulsa King's a funny show for that. If you haven't seen it, what, which, which one is it called? Tulsa King oh, with, Tulsa with, King. You know with Sly I Stallone. Been, yeah. I, 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 I've, I've been told that and I do want to see that. Yeah. Uh, it's frustrating. So I, I agree with you because I purchased something at a dispensary recently and I went back and they didn't have it anymore. And it's like, yeah. okay, what if I was a, I'll say a true knock on wood, a, a true patient, that was battling something as severe as uh, cancer or something like that. You where you, mm-hmm. you ended, you know, Tylenol doesn't matter where you are in the United States, where you, you know, generally, you know that you're going to get Tylenol. It's the same, same product everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. Ruth, Ruth Chris Steakhouse, you, you can have it here. You can have it in wherever mm-hmm. you know that every time you order that steak and you're going to get a rare, medium rare, whatever you, where you're doing, it's mm-hmm. going to be exactly like that. And so hopefully one day it'll get to the point where, um, the regulations in this world, hopefully before the pharmaceutical companies, which they are coming, um, uh, are going to get into, get into this market, um, that you can get, um, the same strain. And I'm not a really big strain fan because you and I could have, where are you out of? Are you out of Illinois? Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. So you and I can grow, you know, get Maui. Wow. We get the seed from, from Hawaii. I can grow it. You can have the exact same seed. You can grow it, or we can take a take a clone off the plant, and we can have another friend in New York. We have another friend in Colorado, another friend in Florida, and if we have them te- have that product tested. It will all come back differently, even from the same clone. So the way I grow it is different than the way you grow it. The way you grow it with it, if sunlight or indoor or outdoor or the water, the pH balance, everything's different, hmm. and so. Hopefully one day that when they say Durban poison, which is on your in your on your gummy packet, or mm-hmm. Maui or Jack Herrera, it will be the exact same thing each and every time. Um, yeah. A lot a lot of patients don't have access uh, legal legal access, and so they're having uh, you know a friend or a family member or a farmer grow it for them, and they don't know if it's has mold or pesticides on there. Um, right. And a lot of families that, are- that needs to be on labels too. While we're talking about it, that's they, you, the herbicides and the pesticides are just as uh, incriminated, <laughs> incriminated yeah. in causing this shit. And if you don't know the contents, it could be you know the cannabis may be a Trojan horse for stuff that's worse. So there, you know, so Crin and I, we did a lot of, um, and so Crin passed in 2017 at the end of that story, which is, you know, it still affects me daily. You know, it sucks, man. It, it sucks. It really sucks, you know, and it sucks because we had an incredible relationship. And I just see the others that hate their spouses and they're married 20, 30, 40, 50 years later. And it's like, man, I, I was blessed. You know, I was really blessed on, on, and I dated some wonderful women in my life that I'm friends with many of them, not all of them, but, um, you know, but it, you know, Corinne was awesome. And we, 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 it, it was, and so I wish, you know, I'm certain some of your listeners have a crin in their life and some of your listeners have lost, uh, you know, a loved one. And, and I, my heart goes out to you because, um, 
you know, it's, it's, it sucks. It sucks going through that. And some of them were probably hearing your father-in-law story going, I'd be giving him something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of their father-in-law. But yeah. I, have a, I have a question. Just do yeah. you believe in heaven? I do. And that's, that's what keeps me going to faith. You know, I brought up Catholic and I even had conversations with my priest when my dad passed away and yeah. I was pissed. You know, I was like, you know, you know, and no one could give me an answer. And I, I mean, I even considered uh, going into priesthood to answer, to get the answer. And I, when I met Corinne a year later, she says, what? <laughs> well, you better not do that. I mean, I'm glad you didn't do it. But, you know, you have these questions that even like the doctors couldn't give me answers. Mm -hmm. Part of life, John. And the priest couldn't give me answers. You know, and I had mm -hmm. and I, you know, family, friends or priests and nuns. And I remember when Corinne passed, I remember going to church and Sister Peggy, she looked at me. She goes, you know, I'm really mad at God. This is a, a nun. She goes, I'm really mad at God because I prayed and prayed and prayed and he didn't listen to me. So, you know, I look at heaven, Anthony, that we can sit here on earth and believe that something is after we're here. Or we can sit here on earth and just be angry, 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 angry. And you get there and you're like, holy shit, I was pissed off for no reason. I'm here at the pearly gates. or at the end, you're angry, angry, angry. Or if you live here and you're happy, happy, and you get there, you're like, "Oh shit!" Well, I had a great life, and it 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 wasn't, it didn't exist. So that's that's the way I look at life. You know, I look at. So you ask me, do I believe in heaven? I believe in heaven. I believe there's something out there, and that's something that keeps me going because it's like, you know, you know, playing the lottery. Like, you know, I'm going to win this time. I'm going to win that that power bar. You know, and. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it, it gives hope. And I think, again, not giving false hope, but giving hope. Um, why why go through life pissed off? You know, we, for, sure. for a very, very short time. And, you know, if, everyone. If, if you're ever bored, watch some of the near-death experiences. Okay. Those stories, they're, 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 they've got some of them on YouTube and that sort of thing. You can start by, I think there's a show that just goes into them. But the stories of people that almost died, when you can yeah. tell they're being truthful, yeah. are fascinating. And these are many times atheists that are like, I now know with certainty there's something after this. Good. Um, you know, it's it's cool hearing those stories. Yeah. Um, there was a book that Corinne and I read um, in her healthy, healthy, healthy days. I remember uh, with Evan Alexander. He was a neurosurgeon who was an atheist as well. And um, I think Oprah put him on the map with one of her book clubs or guests. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a great book and it really, um, something heaven, I forget. It's been a while since I, since I've read it. I yeah. did read it after Crin passed just to bring me closer, but, um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I didn't know where you're going to go with that when you said, do I believe in heaven? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, it, that keeps me going. Proof, you know, and proof of heaven, proof of heaven, proof of heaven. It's good. It, it's, it's worth, it's worth a, a good read. It's, it is a good read and it's a good story and it just makes you, you know, another reason to think, you know what, you know, I, I am, I am, uh, uh, my thought process is, is correct on that. Is, is, is there something there? And again, that's, that is what keeps me going, you know, yeah. and, well, that's uh, great. running and riding is another thing that keeps me going when I get on my bike. Um, it just takes me away from life for a few hours. And that's where I, I feel really connected with Corinne due to music that I listen to, mm. you know, and, and just, and even it helps with work. I can get on a bike ride or a run. Mm -hmm. And I just, my mind never stops. And I'm thinking, 
it just helped. It clears off my whiteboard in my head. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh, that's right. You know, and so it it does help. And those are some of the, my personal biohacking things that I do for to keep me balanced and write it down. Believe me. I mean, I, I have, I'm human. I have anxiety. I have stress, you know, and I, but I write it down and there's Mm -hmm. days I'm so overwhelmed with life of running three companies and, you know, am I doing it correctly? I mean, it's stressful. (laughs) It's just stressful. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and there's days that I drop the ball and there's days that I just say, you know, pick up the pieces. Corinne would always say one step at a time, act like we're in the army Mm -hmm. with a sack on in the middle of mud, just trenching through the trenches on just one step at a time. And that, that keeps me going. And so she, you know, um, Physically not here, but but spiritually it keeps keeps me going. And I'm certain many of your listeners, um, you know, and I don't know if you've dreamt about your dad or your uncle yet. So, but if you haven't called I, I check in with I check in with them a lot. I haven't I'll, had a dream about them, but yeah. sometimes I'll ask for strength or advice yeah. or what yeah. he would what he would do, you know. I, I do it every day with my dad and and Corinne. And sometimes having your loved ones pass, if you do believe in heaven and spirit. Mm-hmm they make you a better person because <laughs> it's like, I know they're watching. Don't do that. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, it's like uh, the Santa Claus effect when you're oh a kid. My God, totally, totally, <laughs> totally. You know? But he, my dad, my brother and I growing up, he would always, I mean, it saved my ass so many times in life, but he would always, his thing. And I'm certain his dad did it to him. Think before you act, think before you act. And I can't tell you how many times I was going to do something. I'm like, Okay, let me see. Outcome, I better not do it. And something happened. My buddies would get in trouble or something like that. And I wasn't there. And I was there like, wow, that's man, great. Thanks for you. I still take that to, to you know, my present day life as well. For sure. For sure. I want to share real quickly the three main reasons that so many people have horrible digestion and the subsequent downstream health consequences of a dysregulated digestive system. First, all of us have been drinking and showering in water that's loaded with chlorine and fluoride and bromide and a whole bunch of other chemicals that kill the healthy bacteria and other microorganisms in our gut. Number two, imagine you had to drink a cup of pesticide and herbicide, you know, Glyphosate, it's now in everything, and it's been in everything since the 1990s. But it goes one step further. Now you look at all of the technology that we have integrated into our lives. Now let's go back in time and imagine you're on the African savanna, and all of a sudden a lion comes out of the brush. What's your body going to do? It's going to spike the stress hormone cortisol, your adrenals, in communication with your brain are going to see this lion. They're gonna recognize that you are now in danger. Now, the problem is we're not on the African savanna and a lion didn't just come out of the brush, but we're doing that same thing to ourselves all the time. And it's part of the reason that so many guys can only eat one meal a day and they're having, you know, they're switching to carnivore. And if they have any carbs, their 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 digestion and their health is, is a wreck and their whole body gets inflamed. I can tell you also from experience that that doesn't go to a good place. And until we even have an idea of what is contributing to this situation, we can't fix it. And if you want help, that's what I do. I help people fix their gut and then get their body back 
functioning optimally. So if you want help with this stuff, you can go to biohackercoaching.com, fill out the short form, grab a time to talk with myself or someone from our team. That's biohackercoaching.com. Appreciate you guys. If you found this helpful or you know someone who's been struggling with digestive issues, please send it to them. And now back to the show. Okay, so I, I've, I've got a question. And like, I, I mean, I, I enjoy you know, exploring these different things and seeing what people think. And I'm sure our listeners appreciate it too. Like there's plenty of podcasts where if you just want to whole go here, study after study and, and this and that, like there's, you know, where to find those. Um, we're human. And I think this is a, this is a, a spirit. We're spiritual beings having a human experience as they say. So to, to ignore the spiritual would be uh, focusing on a very myopic part of this, this journey. Um, so is this, is there a place that people can go online, even if it's just for CBD or something? Because like we do, we, they do need a place to go. And I'm sure some people are in the middle of nowhere and have no dispensaries. Yeah. You know, what What? What are resources that you really like for yeah. cleanish stuff? As yeah. clean as clean as is disclosed. And, and that's that's something that that uh, I pride, Corinne and I prided ourselves on in the reputation we built in this industry, not only in the cannabis world, um, I'm not Mormon. The Mormons invited us in twice, and that's huge. Yeah, the Mormons are great. Mormon, I, I, I love Mormon people, Amish people, the Mennonites. Like they got their shit together. They, they, they do. But it's very, it's a strict club to be in. And I have friends that live in Utah who are California Mormons who, who moved, relocated, mm -hmm. and they're, they're not treated um, as a. Uh, 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 I guess a hundred percent, you hundred percent Mormon. You weren't born and raised here in Utah and stuff like that. So, yeah. but for the Mormons to bring us in uh, in two different loca uh, two different times, and we spoke to um, the government, we spoke to the medical institution, we did a conference at University of Utah, being um, mm -hmm. approved continuing med medical education, and so that's the reputation that Corinne and I built. Uh, we've done this with international countries. Um, we, the U S government invited us in and we did a day of education. It was not an open mic night at the U S Capitol, uh, but they brought us in and both, both sides of the aisle came. And actually one of the, uh, senators, senators or politicians, I said, I don't know if he was a senator, but he stood up and he said, the reason we have changed laws in our state of Utah is because John and Corinne United Patients Group. And he's, and I didn't even know he was coming. And I was like, wow, that's, that's, that's huge. And so that is huge. It's a big impact. It's it really, so that, so that's something that again, back to my father taught my brother and I is that you have one name and one reputation in this world. Don't screw it up. Mm -hmm. and so I've taken that into my uh, public life and, and work and what we've, you know, what we've done. Um, and so part of that, the reason we built United Patient Group is to be that um, uh, hand holding for families and patients. Where do we go? Um, having, avoid, having them avoid the roadblock in this industry, having them avoid the dead end. You know, you're given two weeks to light of life like we did with my father-in-law. And um, we help families. We guide them of what questions to ask the doctor, what to avoid. I mean, you have two week life expectancy and God forbid you go seven days or one way and you go, shit, I just blew seven days. I have seven days now to backtrack and make sure I do the right thing. And so mm -hmm. the information that we have on the site, but also the products. And so, well, yeah, I see you guys got products on your site. Now, are these CBD only? 
So those are CBD only for the reason because of access of uh, legal access and mm-hmm. anybody, and and so when I do work with patients in legal states, um, I do have them. I say, you know, Anthony, give me your zip code. I don't need your home address, but give me your zip code, and I will look to see what you have in your surrounding area that I I feel would be a safe product. Uh, mm. what, what to look for? I mean, you and I right now, mm-hmm. we can go down you know, San Diego, buy a 55 gallon drum of CBD and put, you know, Anthony and uh, my middle name is Anthony. Drink drink it till one of us falls asleep. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and what's that? Sorry. (laughs) We'll take turns drinking until one of us falls asleep. (laughs) But, but what I'm saying, the majority, not all, the majority of CBD on the market today is the same stuff with a beautiful label. And so whoever has Mm. the most marketing dollars and the perfect label to put it on there. So, so dumb. Yeah. So my recommendation is find companies that actually grow it themselves. Mm-hmm. It's not nothing wrong with white labeling products, but you know, for, and who, who is your audience? Are they patients, doctors? I heard you say doctors or, you know, or is it just. It's a mix. We've got, we've got people, biohackers that are into human optimization. We've got yep. people that are dealing with health challenges and, and, gotcha. you know, looking for cutting edge ways to improve their quality of life. Yep. And then we've got people that are healers. And regardless of what label you want to put on them that help other people heal or get better. Which I, and I, and I, I find that I, I fall into that. Um, You fall into that. And I think it's sharing the knowledge. You know, a lot of times I have a lot of women that will call the office and I'll say, and they say, John, I'm, I'm depressed, anxiety, sleep issues, help me. And I said, not to get personal, may I ask how old you are? And they'll say, you know, 47. And I said, my advice is to, tackle one thing first and it's like a domino effect say sleep you know if we all lose sleep you know you wake up the next day two days later and you're still anxiety you're eating incorrectly you're drinking more coffee and you're kind of off you're not working out because you're tired but one thing i do recommend is go get it meet with not everyone would agree with me but i i say meet with a naturopath a naturopath can give you a get a blood test from a through double z and you can see exactly for both men and women to see what you're high in what you're low in and and you, you know what's gr- a great resource for that just to yeah. jump in and then you'll continue yeah. i like that uh dr mark hyman just started this company function health Big and fan. you can go there I, I, 500 I mean, bucks for you, you you're aware of them yeah, I've interviewed him for. And yeah, so- they're they're great. And like I've got, I used to get stuff from Life Extension, and now as a basic blood test, I get Mark Hyman's at Function Health. We get other tests when relevant, but that's the best overall full blood panel for the money. It's it's way better than anything else out there for five hundred bucks. So please, yeah. please continue. I just wanted to let our yeah, listeners no. know about that. Like, that's what I'm doing in coaching. You guys don't have to work with me. Just go get it. You'll get the data. And then if we do work together, you'll have it, you know? It will blow your mind on what a blood test can come out with. And I remember one time my doctor, and our doctor's been my doctor for about 15 years now. <clears throat> and so we know them, not only just, uh, and I get blood work up about three times a year just to see where I am. Mm-hmm. And the reason I did that about, God, in 2012, 13, you know, Corinne was still healthy and everything. I went in there and did my blood test. And my doctor said, what in the hell are you doing? I said, why? She goes, your cholesterol's off. Your uh, liver's like you're, you're a drinker, um, pre-diabetic. I mean, I was off. Mm-hmm. I'm working out, exercising, eating correctly. I'm going to my chiropractor. I'm going to my acupuncturist. And she said, excuse me, she said, are you taking Chinese herbs? I said, yeah. 
So she did a finger prick test. She says, come back tomorrow. I came back. My body was loaded with metals. And mm. so just to show you, not only in the Chinese herb market, but in the cannabis market and other in the, in the um, uh, other supplement market, just because it has a beautiful label doesn't doesn't mean that what's on the inside is good. And so um, uh, I did five weeks, once a, once a week for five weeks of ozone where they took my blood put it in an IV bag with ozone, put it through a blue light back in my arm. And it's kind of just Ma major, know. major autohemotherapy with ultraviolet blood radiation. 100%. And after yeah. five weeks, I did a blood test again. And man, I was back to normal. What but if that's I all you did? You weren't, you weren't chelating the metals. You just did ozone and, and major ozone and, and, and UVB black light and went right back in there. No. And kid. so, and so, awesome. so with that, what if I didn't have access to that? What if I just went off my life and just taking the Chinese herb, like, oh, yeah, sublingual tincture, synchronization, mm -hmm. and all the other stuff to keep for calm and balance and everything else like that. And so nothing, I'm not doubting Chinese herbs, but, you know, my dad was in banking, so I was very fortunate. I grew up over in Asia and Tokyo and, and also the Philippines. And so I'm into Eastern, Western, modern, alternative, mm -hmm. conventional uh, medicine. So I would never tell their stuff's that. Their stuff's more conventional by the definition of the word than totally. uh, what we got going on over here. Totally. totally. And so <laughs> some more, you know, so, some more wizardry, word wizardry going on. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, you know, and you know, there's a doctor out of New York. He's retired now, but Dr. Wong, and he's like fourth generation herbalist. And in the functional medicine world, uh, we just honored him this past February at a conference I was uh, at, and about 15 to 18 patients, both men and women, got on stage, and he's a very humble man, and they wanted to thank him. They were giving two weeks, one you know, one month, five-year death sentence, whatever, and, you know, 15 years, 18 years, 20 years later, you know, married, kids. These patients of his said, I'm alive because of you, and so... You know, be open if you're battling something as severe as cancer or other ailments. My advice is my advice is don't go out and buy every product like it's one of those golf, you know, you, golf gimmicks of if you put this strap on, I put the did you ever see uh uh what was a movie with Renee Russo and Kevin Co uh uh oh tin cup? Tin cup. I love Renee Russo. So if you're listening, Renee, <laughs> but remember when, remember when I think, I think my, my old man did too. I remember oh, thinking man. she was, she was hot. She was in Thomas Crown Affair, right? Oh With, my um, God. Pierce yeah. Brosnan. I, was, I thought she was hot. I thought she was hot in oh, that. To totally. So that <laughs> Andy McDowell. So I could nice to see her in Montana and Missoula. And we used to see her there and, <laughs> and she would just laugh. But um, anyway, but in that tin cup, you know, she had all her, no, Tin Cup, Kevin Costner had all the gadgets of all these things to help his swing because he was mm -hmm. in, he was tanking. Anyway, the same thing when you're battling something as severe as cancer or ailment, life-threatening ailment, don't go out and buy everything. That's just my advice. Don't go out and buy everything because I know we're scared, desperate. And even when Corinne was sick, I had all these people come out of the out of the woodworks. You need to buy this. You need to do this. You need to do this. And you're yeah. already I know every, everyone's an expert, right? Oh my gosh, man. And it's <laughs> it's it's scary. And I know you want to, you know but it's good in, good intentions, but you're you're like good, good intentions. You gotta really take it with a grain of yeah. And I mean, people wanted me to buy I had a juicer, someone wanted me to be a buy a five thousand dollar juicer. I said, mm. I'm happy with my juicer here. 
you know, and I had to go get this and go get that. And a lot of people, um, you know, and I don't have a money tree. So, but uh, it's, it's a lot of people don't have access to that, like to, to naturopathic medicine and taking the blood test, like I was able to do that showed, Hey man, you have metals. And what happens in the timeline or about now, uh, maybe a couple of years ago, my liver would have failed if I would have continued. That's the big yeah. thing. That's, that's, and, and, that's huge is, is, um, yeah. Anyway, please continue. But and, I know, and, and I know a lot of guys that like their livers started getting jacked up and then we had to test them for medals. And these are in some cases, Olympic gold medalists, yeah. like that level of athlete. If, if, if the medals are present, it doesn't matter if you're sweating, exercising, yeah. you got to actually get the medals out using either major hematherapy with ultraviolet blood irradiation or keyzone. Dr. Frank Schellenberg combines ozone with chelation and has seen some, in some cases people with like over 90% blockages completely clearing their arteries because a lot of that arterial damage is heavy metals actually causing micro traumas. And like it's the, the, the atherosclerosis is your body spackling trying to repair the damage. You know, so it's 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 very important to know that you gotta test your metals with someone knows what they're doing. Did you what type what type of test did you do? I'm curious on that. Did you do a hair tissue? No, I don't even analysis? know. It, it was a finger prick test that my doctor did, and she was a okay. naturopath and okay. uh, off camera. I, I I'm not uh, off camera, but later I can find out exactly. And and yeah, so that's no huge why, deal. I was just curious. So that that's why I test three times a year just to see. And I just received my blood blood workup, and it's nice to see where I am on that. You know, nice. my best friend Mike. You know, he had limes and metal poisoning mm -hmm. and only and this was shoot 25 years ago. And uh, he was eating a lot of fish as well, living down in, in, in Malibu. And he'd go out there and fish. And, and the, mm. so he was going, I'm going crazy, man. And the only positive thing that came out of <laughs> I'm it. I'm mad as a hatter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> mad as a hatter. But he married his doctor. And so they've been, so he and Lisa have been married and she's a doctor down, down, down there. But, um, so there was a, a, there was a light at the end of the tunnel, but he was very fortunate and he was able to bring his body back to balance, having these tests and the chelation, um, was, was one of them as well. Probably that marriage probably saved him some money too. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> He's like, these bills are yeah. getting high. She's looking pretty yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. How about, how about we make a deal? Another deal. You got a friends and family. Will you marry me? Yeah, exactly. yeah, will you marry me? So. Um, can I rapid fire a few questions to you? Yeah, but let me let me just share, share with you. And so, yeah, please. What we have on the site, United Patients Group, mm -hmm. um, is that so for years I didn't put products on the site. I had advertised, but I didn't put products site because I didn't want to be that company that says you need this, you need this. And by the way, Anthony, we sell it, which a lot of companies do. You know? Yeah, right. Suspect, so, but it it's needed in this industry. And so that's why I went out and vetted. And there's. I'm certain there's a million other great products, but I vetted a lot of products in the cannabis world on there. I vetted a lot of products in the um, health and wellness biohacking world. I'm a big fan of infrared sauna. If anybody's mm -hmm. going through ailments such as cancer, yep. Google and research sweating and 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 cancer. And you'll helps, be helps get some of the metals out that might be contributing totally, and totally. and exacerbated by EMF and wireless electricity. It's kind of like that antenna effect of yep. the two, you know? Yep. And so um, but rapid questions, throw them. Okay. So you were giving us some some sort of like a cheat sheet where um you know, for example, with wine, a, yeah. a cheat sheet that I know is the French care more about their wine and not putting crap in it and not trying to rush the production process with anti-foaming agents and other and other toxins. 
So generally, if you get a wine from France, it's going to be a higher quality and cleaner, just as like a cheat sheet, you know? So if we were doing a cheat sheet for cannabis, besides getting what we can from your site or working with you to find out what's clean in our area, yeah. are there some things you said grow it themselves was look one. For look for a company that grows it themselves. Look for a company that um, is not you know, white labeling, that's just my opinion. If they do our, if nothing wrong, there's some great companies that I do know out there that white label, but ask for um, certificate of analysis, also known as a COA. And that will show um, a lab testing on that. Um, the, the only, as regulations happening uh, in our country, when it comes to cannabis and other uh, health food products, um, you know, back in the day, you could take, the prettiest bud, and when I say back in the day when we entered this industry back in 2010, you could take the prettiest bud and that could be the the golden, you know, the golden goose out of your, your whole crop. And you could take that one bud and take it to a, to a lab and they test it. And the shit thing is that taking that one bud and getting clean results will give you, is basically saying the rest of your crop is clean. Mm-hmm which to me is shit because it doesn't matter if you are a long time grower. I mean, my, my, the Malanka family, they're into uh, honeydew and cantaloupe growing. And you know how many crops they have to throw away and they've been doing it for shit 40 years. Mm. And I know growers who have been growing cannabis for 40, 50 years, and they still have to cut them down because of mold, you mm-hmm. know, because the temperature, you know, popped up last week here in California, we were 85, 90 degrees. And three days later it was raining. And so it's not it's not something where, um, you know, if you have apples or peaches or watermelons that you can rinse off, you know, and getting this stuff off, you know, getting the, the mold off on the outside and cut the inside. If it's in the product and God forbid you have an immune compromise. And that's why it's so important to see that the product that you're taking has a label on there and it shows the certificate analysis of that and ask for it's not you the consumer's responsibility to ask them it's the the dispensary owner to say here's access now i don't have any arms distance here so if you're checking something out a dispensary you look at a product you can ask the dispensary owner do you have the certificate of analysis for this product in most cases or on the bottle now a lot of these companies excuse me will have a qr code just get your Mm -hmm. phone if if a product if they come up with a certificate analysis of something that is a year old, mm-hmm. to me, it's outdated. You know, it's, to me, it's outdated. You want to find stuff that has, you know, three to six months in there. Um, if it's a year old, it means the stuff's not selling and it's probably just sitting there. And like fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. it will lose its potency. And so I'll share an example of THC. THC, mm-hmm. when it gets old, it converts to CBN, which helps with sleep. So. You know, it, it, so old, old weed, if you have sitting around, you don't need to throw it away because if you smoked it or did something with it, um, uh, it used to be high in THC. Now it's converted to CBN. It will help with sleep. So, um, uh, you know, so there is a science behind um, uh, cannabis. But ask, don't be afraid to ask for the certificate analysis that huh. generally will have on the website of the product. Uh, or they'll have a QR code um, on the on the labeling as well. So yeah, okay, cool. I noticed this one I'm looking at right now from yeah. from Rhythm is a Jack Jack Herrera or Jack Herrera, Ooh, cool. and I think it's got is that is that what you're talking about with the QR code? 
No, that is that is basically that 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 barcode for the dispensary that um, they can ring it up and it shows you how much you know that eighth is or whatever it is. So um, I'd have to basically go to this this website yeah. to, on that and, website. And yeah. uh, so on that labeling, there there's no QR code. On, no, on, not not on this one. Yeah. Um, then I'd go to the website and ask certif certificate analysis on that, and you okay. can see exactly when and where and what what uh, I shouldn't say where. Um, but, but when it was tested and they will, and they will see the THC consistency, the CBD consistency, the terpenes consistency, what terpenes are, everybody will know what a terpene is and it's all for health and wellness as well. Essential oils are terpenes. This one's uh, got terpenes labeled on the, uh, on, on the container. Yeah. And so stop and smell the roses, you know, so whenever I see roses, mm -hmm. reminds me of my grandmother, as well as lavender, brings mm -hmm. me back to a great place that smelling the lavender, smelling the roses, that is a terpene, mm. smelling pine needles, pinene, pinene mm -hmm. alertness, linalool, which is that lavender helps for calmness and sleep and relaxation of lavender. And mm. so um, yeah, this has that in there. Yeah. And so, um, so like you said, it, it is, it's important to see what is in your product. Um, you know, and then part, part two, how do you, how do you ask them in a straightforward fashion if they grow their own stuff without getting a word salad dance around? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's like, um, Apple made in China, designed in Palo Alto, California. Right. You yeah. know, my, my water bottle coded, coded by uh, Bill Gates appeal. <laughs> That may or may not now be used in uh, Bragg products. That's no, being no, determined. So, so, so I've been using Bragg. So I went to school in Santa Barbara. I lived down there for about 14 years. And so my, yeah. fam my family and my brother's still down there. My best friends are down there. But Bragg's, Mrs. Bragg's, I've been using mm -hmm. Bragg's since the 70s. They were great. They are great. And I still use them. Uh, there, She's based out of Santa Barbara. But Peel, I just found out probably about a year ago speaking to a patient and blew my mind and that's that's based out of out of uh, uh galita which is right near near santa barbara as well right so, it's it's bill gates shit then you got oh, katie totally. katie perry buying brag and she owns she has ownership in appeal that's suspect as fuck now and i hear mixed katie, katie perry katie perry has some ownership in appeal and now guess where, guess where katie perry's from galita california santa barbara right there. yeah yeah so i don't know i think you're gonna have a difficult time connecting that and saying this is 100% true or 100% false because yeah. we're dealing with liars yeah. um but it's suspect enough for me to say i'm migrating away from yeah. that that's a bummer that's a, that's too that's too bad i loved it i loved it yeah, yeah. Great. The, and the bragg family was was epic yeah i mean um i have brags here in the house and i even have one of mrs bragg's bags that they gave me when i when i was at a, at a health conference in santa barbara a few years ago as well and so oh, nice but uh, um, so don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, this is your health. This is your life. And this is even this even takes goes into when you go meet with your doctor. Do. And I share this with patients all the time uh, when it comes to cannabis. Do not be afraid to ask cannabis. It's not illegal. Even if you live in an illegal state, it's not illegal to ask the questions. If mm -hmm. your doctor looks at you and this happened to my aunt, she said, Lois, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to act like you didn't ask me that question. And she says. I go, what'd you do? She goes, I fired him. 
you know, and so you have the right to fire your doctor, but you do have the right mm-hmm. to ask questions. This is your life. This is your health. And don't be afraid to ask questions. And if your doctor doesn't know and say, you know, Dr. Jones, do you know anything about the endocannabinoid system? Um, each, every single mammal, every mammal, not just human, but every mammal has an endocannabinoid system. And this is mm-hmm. discovered about in the 90s. And um, this is a system just like all the other systems in our system, the reproductive system, the digestive system, that is in, is our is in our system. And what is it craving in Cliff Note version is craving craving cannabinoids, bringing the body back to balance. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and so, back to the women, how I got onto treating sleep, anxiety, depression, one at a time. Sometimes treating the sleep which is pretty easy in a lot of cases, you know, and it helps exercise stretch, I think is important. Stopping your caffeine intake, um, you know, uh, late into the afternoons or evenings. But once you nail that one, it's a domino effect in a positive way that it will help with anxiety, help with the depression. So, so what? so many people are struggling with sleep, especially past past few years. Like, do you guys have products that that you recommend that are like your go-to for that? And what would those be? Because I'm sure our listeners are fascinated. Totally. So if you go onto our website, um, uh, there's actually, there's, there's a handful of products and and the ones that I do like that are USG certified that Mm -hmm. you can go to the website is uh, Aspen green is USG certified. Yeah, I see those. And a corn, corn, cornbread hemp, which is also USG certified. Um, uh, Their products, um, something that I, I, I personally take and I give them my you know, and it's, it's something that, um, you know, if I, if I didn't believe it, I wouldn't give to my wife. I wouldn't give it to my family. I certainly wouldn't give it to my mom. You and take so, those like before bed, you, you do, what do you do? The CBD oil? Totally. And so, um, um, Aspen green, for example, mm-hmm. I helped launch them about, gosh, you know, it's coming up to five and a half years. And so because of that, um, and not to, uh, it wasn't to promote anybody. I want to talk about, I wasn't here to sell anything on your site, but on, on there, they, they, because of what I did for them five and a half years ago, they, I'm the only site that gives 35 that they're able to give a 35% discount and their money back guaranteed. So if you don't like it again, I'm not trying to be a sales guy here, uh, but mm-hmm. it's a product that I truly believe in. Um, with that, there are other companies, uh, their products are, are high CBD, 0.3% uh, uh, THC legal limit. Now with the farm law and how they do it, it goes by weight. Their products have five milligrams of THC in there. So there are some CBD products that are 0.3% THC that will get you high. So don't tell, I don't want to hear people say, oh, I take the CBD product, won't get, it will get you high. Oh, I've been high on CBD for sure yeah. many well, times. Yeah. So, um, but uh, so again, it can, up, it can mess up your afternoon. It can. It, it really can. So back earlier, we were talking about when patients say, "How much do I give?" It's not a one size fits all. What I share with patients is, I'll say, you know, like Anthony, have you ever tried cannabis? Yes, I have. You know, what are you giving to your dad? I like to give this. My has your dad ever tried? No. My advice, Anthony, what do you think you'd give your dad? I I think I'd give my dad a a full dropper. Why don't you take a full dropper, Anthony, and see how it reacts with you? And now you have kind of a a scale of, okay, now I know a dad who is a little older, who's a little more sensitive and Mm -hmm. a little more delicate than I am. uh, And now I have an idea of what where my dad may be, you know, better, better. You have a you kind of have a marker 
uh, knowing what you're giving your loved one or your patient as well. That's a good, uh, uh, that's a good point. And like what you're saying is because everyone's tolerance is so different. different. Like you mentioned, like you mentioned earlier, yeah. um, like what you take and what I take could be completely different. Oh. What works for you in sleep may be completely different than what works for me. So there has to be some self-experimentation there. So perfect example, yeah, the CBD, CBD has came out of nowhere, really. CBD has been around, but CBD, THC is, is known in the, a lot of patients in the medical world say, oh, I don't want, I want the medical part of the cannabis plant, CBD versus the recreational THC, you know, mm -hmm. Each cannabinoid plays a role. And so more is not better, but each cannabinoid plays a role. If you're sick with epileptic seizures, you know, um, CBD works, but add one milligram, two milligrams of THC, the success rate of helping a seizure patient um, will go up 70%. So mm. THC, so don't it, you and I can go out and go wine tasting and take sips of wine, no problem. We drink three bottles of wine, we're going to be pretty, pretty hammered. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with THC. You can go out and have, you know, minute amounts, you know, one milligram, two milligram, five milligram, and have success by adding it with 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 CBD as well. Um, go on. Are, are there any other like great sleep products that that we need to mention so, here? So this is where I was going. So thanks for that reminder there, brain, brain fart. So so it, how it's not a one size fits all. CBD in high doses, and I'll say two, you know, for me, I'll take, you know, a dropper in the morning and I feel great for health and wellness reasons. And I'll take that same dropper, two droppers at night before bed and higher doses of CBD can be a sedative. And next thing you know, I fall asleep. There, all, there is also a uh, What's that product that you were just referring to? C C CBD product. You can do higher doses of CBD. In the, in I, I know, but like, which one do you take? The one I personally take is mm -hmm. uh, the two that I mentioned. I, I personally take this, the, the Aspen Green products. and it's you So know, you'll it's, take a rest in the morning? No, I won't take rest. Excuse me. They have a whole line and they just changed their whole line, but they do have 3000 milligram, 2000 milligram, 1000 milligram sublingual tinctures in different flavors, unflavored mint and lemon. And then they have another product of calm rest. Uh, they can't say sleep for legal reasons. You can't in the cannabis industry because it's still federally illegal. You can't say here, Anthony, try my sleep product. It will work mm -hmm. for you, you know, and so the, uh, a lot of these companies will talk about, um, uh, you know, help with rest, help with in, help with calmness for anxiety, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. bliss for happiness. And so, so which one do you take in the morning? Depending on how, if, my, if, my, if I'm uh, if I'm uh, Monday's my anxiety level goes through because of you, you know, you kind of give your brain a rest on fr Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'll do check emails. And then Monday, you're like, oh my God, here's that whole list of things. That, so I will take, I personally will take like um, a, a dropper of calm or even a half, half a calm gummy. And it mm. just balances. Um, I know in microdosing, you know, there, there is, uh, I have not done the psilocybin and uh, uh, ayahuasca. I would be open to it. I know a lot of patients that have PTSD that have su success with that. Um, you know, but so I am, I, I would recommend patients looking into something like that. If it's, you know, if, if it's, uh, you know, the stage we're in right now with COVID really stressed out a lot of people. I mean, I, mm -hmm. to the point where you're driving down the street and you see people in the car by themselves with their windows up, a mask on. And back in the day you had gloves on, you saw people with gloves. I'm thinking, mm -hmm. man, I mean, I'll go into Trader Joe's now and you're seeing 
everybody walking around, not everybody, a lot of people back to wearing masks. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you know, they really did a, you know, they really did a, a, a it's job. Tough in, it's tough in Cali. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> you just get here. But there, there are sections in, in, in Northern, in California, north of, uh, north of Santa Barbara, mm -hmm. you know, that never wore a mask, Aurora Grande. They never right. wore masks. You know, it's, my, it's, one of my best friends never put one on, yeah. like literally never put one on. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, if they ever pull that shit again, I'm going to, I'm I'm never putting another one on. They, well, they're doing it. I mean, they're, they're not allowing people down in Southern California, you know, mm -hmm. going doctors, I put your mask on, you know, put your mask. I'm thinking I won't be there. Yeah. And it's, it's, I'll be taking my, my, uh, my medical cannabis and doing my own yeah. thing. You know, I, I, I'm a big fan of quercetin, uh, NEC, uh, excuse me, NA, NAC, um, mm -hmm. zinc, vitamin D, um, IV, tr IV treatments of, 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 you know, immune IVs, IVs of high vitamin C, you mm -hmm. know, so, you know, take advantage of what's out there. There's a lot of great resources, not only the United Patients Group, but there's a lot of ask ask about a naturopath, you know, doctor. And they can really help a, a lot of what what's out there. I know you asked me a question. I I, I went south. On yeah. No. I mean, we covered. I think this is pretty good. So your for for sleep, you really like the aspen green and the rest yeah. the rest CBD tincture. Yep. And then um, I'm just checking out some of the other things too. I got, I got their bliss. Have you tried their bliss? What do you think of that one? I've tried them all. And the, the bliss will get you high. So I won't take it in the daytime unless, you know, if, unless it's a weekend. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm clear headed. Um, I'm clear headed all day because I, I won't get any work done and I have too much stuff to do. And gotcha. towards the end of the day, I go for a ride, ride or a run every day. That's something that I do in movement. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're able to move, I say, get out. If you can only walk one block, go out and walk one block. It will change your attitude. If you're able to, I work with people in wheelchairs. Move your head if you're able to. Move your mm. your shoulders. Your tongue. Uh, your tongue. You know, yeah. move is very, very. Your important. eyes. Eyes. Yeah. Circulars. And, uh, circles with your eyes. Um, if you're in the hospital bed. Move your ankle, move your feet, you know, flex your feet up, down, up, down, up, down, just get the blood flowing, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and but movement is really important. And so another reason, you know, I like to be clear headed because, you know, I, I, I'm very fortunate. I get I get totally high riding my bike and and, and running. That's I get that natural runner's high, mm -hmm. um, which, which cannabis can do for you as well. There's a lot of there's um, there's a lot of studies showing that cannabis can get the same runner's high uh, uh, feeling as well. Um, mm -hmm. but, excuse me, but there, there are a lot of great products out there. The ones that I, I don't want to talk about the ones I just stay away from, but, but there's, you know, unfortunately, I hope everyone makes a billion dollars in this world, but there's a right and a wrong way to do it. And there's, unfortunately, there's some real shit companies in this industry that are making a ton of money. And I think I wouldn't give them to my dog. Right. And, it sucks because the media has really blown these companies up and knowing the backstories and knowing, you know, knowing what's there is, is disappointing. And that's where I, that's where I hope regulation comes in. Like I personally voted no for adult use in the state of California. And it really pissed off a lot of my colleagues. And I said, it wasn't, Corinne voted yes, I voted no. And the, I said, it wasn't that I was against having people having access. I was against, see, we work with, I don't say true patient, true patient, not the right word because hell, you know, I think cannabis and a glass of wine, you know, it, it helps uh, to do what 
to do what you need to do. So, but when I say true patient, a cancer patient, a, a diabetic patient, an epileptic patient, et cetera, um, a lot of patients now, a lot of doctors that I worked with don't have offices anymore because people just say, I'm going to go down to the dispensary and I, I, I have access there, which I think is great having access. And I've taken advantage of having access, you know, leaving dinner one night and the, the dispensary is opening and stopping and getting something on the on the way home. But it has pushed out the true medical doctors that can help patients that have heart medicine, who have diabetic medicine, who are fighting cancer. And now these patients are going straight to the dispensary. Cannabis can have a good and a bad effect on, on, on uh, opioids. A lot of patients work with neuropathy patients, both in cancer and diabetes, where they're at the point, unfortunately, they're taking five or six you know, um, oxys a day, and then they add two milligrams of cannabis and they're climbing the walls because cannabis can intensify a pharmaceutical up to two times. Mm -hmm. Where there are other patients, pain patients I know that are taking, I'll say 10 milligrams of a pharmaceutical, they can break that 10 milligram pharmaceutical into five milligrams, take two to five milligrams of THC and have the same feeling as a 10 milligram uh, pharmaceutical, which can affect gut. And I know at the beginning I, I wrote to you about what do you want to talk about? Gut is very important. I'm a big fan of probiotics in helping the gut bacteria. There's a great documentary called The Second Brain. The brain brain is the brain, the gut's the other. And when our gut is off, which we've all had our gut off at one time, you know, we're off. Our moods are off, our our body's off, you're not feeling well. Uh, and so watch what's happening with the gut. I know we have a time crunch and I know we've talked uh, for quite some time. And so I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's been, it's love, been great. I love, I'm, love these long, long discussions. But for sure. And I wanted to, to say too about the gut, like one of the, the mistakes that I think a lot of people make is they're, they've got parasites. They've got small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. They've got candida, which is like a parasitic fungal overgrowth and probably dysbiosis. They don't know that. And then if you just take probiotics in that situation it's like trying to put out a bonfire with a squirt gun yeah. or or trying to plant flowers in a garden that's overrun with weeds where what you need to do is actually do proper proven protocols to bring your gut microbiome back into balance and then the probiotics stick you know i've just seen so many people that are disheartened they're like oh, i tried probiotics and it didn't work and i'm like well there's probably a ton of shit going on in there and and the microbes are pushing out any probiotics from getting a well you, when you say there's a there's a ton of shit going on in there, there's a yeah. ton of shit. There's a ton of shit in the probiotic world too, mm -hmm. and so it, because of that, just because it says probiotic, just like it is in the cannabis world and other supplement world, know what's on the inside there. Know mm -hmm. what's on the inside there. On on our side again, I'm not here. I'm not here to sell things and push things. Well, let's do our, it because I think it's a great resource for people. Perfect. Where where can so, they go to get this information? So, and Check again, I get on United Pastry Group. There's a product in there that I've used for years um, called Natrin and Protrin. Uh, Natasha Chernev, who might be a good, she's in her, maybe you're too intense for her because she's in her 80s, but she's, <laughs> no, she's known as the, the mother of probiotics. Mm -hmm. And um, her father came over um, uh, from Bulgaria, Yugoslavia, and he was the one who introduced yogurt over here. And when they mm -hmm. first brought it over here, people would taste it and go, spit out. It's like, man, this is not that soft world stuff we're used to. You know, it doesn't have flavor. But, um, and with that, they have built an empire, um, global empire, when, and not only here in the US, they sell it, but overseas um, of, of their products. And it's funny because I've used their products for years. And one time, um, 
this car is driving by with this uh, vanity license plate. And I'm like, so I find I you know find them and I said, are you guys the owners? Yeah, that's anyway. And so they become dear friends. And so I swear by their products. Um, uh, you can read up. I did a whole section on there, a review on on there. But Natrin and Protrin, Natrin is more of the public that you'll see at Whole Foods, uh, and and Protrin is uh, more of the medical grade. Uh, both you have access to. But if you go to the website United Patients Group, um, and I do have it under uh, probiotics or um, gut health, gut health in there as well. But uh, so I, I do a lot. And so the website United Patients Group. Yes, it was designed for people coined the term that we are like the WebMD of the medical cannabis industry, which I took as an honor. But at the same time, I started incorporating what I do in my life to the site. I wanted to be a site that people could come and feel safe and not have to worry about, you know, you know, a, a naked girl topless <laughs> with a bong in their hand. And because there's still a stigma. I mean, it really is still a stigma about medical cannabis. It's, it has dropped. But imagine in 2010 to where we are now mm -hmm. on, on the discussion before you're like, uh, medical cannabis. And now people talk about it. You know, my mom yeah. come, comes home from church and she's like, wow, we're playing bridge with these girls. And next thing the topic is cannabis and I'm passing out your cars. And one day I came home, and this is a few years ago, but I came home, my dad passed away a few years ago. And I come home and there's a big, beautiful bouquet of flowers on my parents' dining room table. I'm like, who the hell's sending you flowers, mom? And she's like, that was MJ. You helped her. She wanted to thank me. And I so, so to see this trickle down and my mom even said, she goes, you know, see, seeing all my girlfriends going through this. And I, when dad passed, for sleep, I may have tried that. I wish I knew about this because my mom, if it wasn't for my dad, I think my mom would have been a nun, you know, type of thing. But <laughs> now she just takes her one gummy and blows my brother's mind because, you know, he, he's like, you know, mom, this is a while ago. Cause I used to call, I'd call her every night. Hey, good night, good night. And one night she says, can I ask you a question? I said, yes. Yeah. She said, does this cannabis work for pain as sleep? And I was silent and Corinne goes, be supportive, be supportive. I go, yeah, why? She goes, because I've been taking it for a couple of weeks and I just wanted to see and I was embarrassed to talk to you and Rob about it. Anyway, I, I never told my brother. And so about four months later, she's down in Santa Barbara visiting my brother and he walks into the bedroom and she has her little stash of gummies and he has my nephew there and he's like, fuck mom. Normally <laughs> 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 I'm supposed to hide it from my mom, but I got this stuff, mom. You can't just leave it out here. And when, what is this like? Fast times at Ridgemont High? Yeah. When are you using cannabis? You, you know, mom's using cannabis. I go, yeah. He's like, why don't you tell me? I said, well, she told me not to. So anyway, so it, it is something that the stigma is coming down. I speak at retirement communities on a regular basis. And when, when I first started speaking at retirement communities about 12 years ago, you'd have 20 people in there. Now I'm speaking at retirement communities with 250 people in there. And Whoa. so I don't want them to think that from back in the day prior to, I don't know what your age is, but in my day it was, you know, Nancy Reagan, you know. I'm 70, turning 71 this year. Yeah, right. You look fantastic. <laughs> That's looking 71 year old. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm 41. So, I'm 41. But, uh, anyway, yeah, we're good. So, yeah. I, awesome. But, 
um, I know we've 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 probably gone over, but do you have any 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 questions? Yeah, for you no, this has been fantastic. I I mean, I'd love to talk more. I think we could probably do a part two. I'm I'm supposed to be on the road headed to uh, Wisconsin, so that's the only reason I gotta. I I've been sweating during our podcast and getting all into it, so I gotta I gotta clean myself up and hit the road. Okay. But I've enjoyed our conversation immensely. What's the what's the 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 message you want to leave our audience with, or the call to action, if you will, for those that that have uh, you know enjoyed yeah. so, this conversation. So First message with everyone, um, you're not alone. And uh, there's people like Anthony out there, as well as myself, as well as Dr. Hyman, you know, ask questions. You, there's no, and I tell people all the time, there's no such thing as a stupid question. There is no such thing as a stupid question. And I still ask questions all the time. And don't don't be afraid to ask questions. We're not in grade school or high school anymore where you're afraid to raise your hand, even if you know the answer or if you don't know the answer. But ask questions. This is your life. This is your health. This is your loved one's health. So ask questions. Um uh, I'm around. I'm reachable, just like Anthony's reachable. My email is john at unitedpatientsgroup.com. Again, there's no such thing as a stupid question. If I don't know the answer, I'll tell you. If I don't know the answer, I will research it for you and, and go out and find the answer for you. Um, if there's any doctors out there, I do a lot in the functional medicine world for the past nine years. And um, Annie Brandt, who passed away, I'm not a doctor. Um, this organization of doctors uh, nominated me president back in 2021 when she passed. And so we, um, she, uh, this will be their 19th or 20th conference. Um, but if you go to best answers, plural, best answers for cancer.com, uh, we're doing a, um, it's an integrated functional medicine doctors. These are true MDs and they do everything besides chemo and radiation when it comes to treating cancers. Um, and so we have, um, it's in me in West Palm beach, Florida. It's uh, we're offering CMEs accredited. It's an accredited conference, but we have doctors from around the world that are coming in doctors from the United States, uh, not only presenting uh, both international as well as domestic doctors, uh, but attendees as well. But you can find that on bestanswersforcancer.com. Uh, you can find me at unitedpatientsgroup.com. And many of you may have seen uh, the sacredplant.com, uh, but I was the host, co-creator, and uh, the owner of that company just last year said, John, you and Corinne built it. And so he gave me the reins. Um, so thank you, Manny, for that as well. But uh, Anthony, truly a pleasure, man. And that was great. Thank you for uh, having me on and and uh, awesome. And yeah. if I could help out in any way with you or your audience, and I'd love to get you on my podcast as well. Uh, Absolutely. So yeah, I loved it. It was a great conversation. Very much enjoyed. Guys, if you'd like us to do a part two, uh, let us know. Reach out to John and myself and give us a shout. Let us know what you want to hear us cover in, uh, in a part two. And cool. yeah, John, thank you for coming on, brother. It's been awesome. a blast. Thank you. Thank you. What's up, guys? Anthony here. And I have a biohack that I think you'll find interesting. So some things that are important to me are structuring my water, revitalizing it, making sure it's, of course, clean. You know, you can't have fluoride or chlorine or anything in there that's going to cause oxidative stress or destroy your gut microbiome. But once you have clean water, we need to energize it or structure it. And the way that I do this is a device called the Soma Vedic. Now, the research that's been done on these devices is really exciting. So you guys have probably seen those videos uh, back in the day about the effect of different energies and words on water, where if you spoke to water using words like love and gratitude and peace and compassion, 
the water when frozen and looked at under uh, uh, various types of microscopes took on a crystalline, almost snowflake-like structure. They partnered with the Masaromoto Institute and found that the Soma Vedic has the same effect. But it goes a lot further. They've also found that when we are exposed to wireless electricity, our blood starts to, it hypercoagulates, it becomes thicker. The electrons around red blood cells that keep our blood flowing freely, we start to lose them. And the red blood cells stick together, and that's where you can experience brain fog, fatigue, cardiovascular issues. It can increase your risk of all chronic and degenerative diseases. And the Soma Vedic also has been shown to restore healthy blood flow and actually put some of these electrons back into your body so that your red blood cells flow more easily and effortlessly throughout your circulatory system. If you guys are interested in checking out the Soma Vedic, you can go to somavedic.com. We have a biohacks discount code set up for you and I think you'll love it. <laughs>